in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hey, welcome everybody to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here on the Top 10 Show, I am John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost, and I am dog fucking tired today. So let's <laughs> do this, Topic Thunder. I had a feeling you were dragging a little bit, so maybe we could pick up your spirits uh, and get I'll it get going. There. And for those of you who are uh, new to our patron, this uh, patronage rather, this is something that you get to participate in. If you're a patron at $5 and above, you get to uh, send in questions and topics from whatever you want us to talk about, and we answer it here on the show. Uh, All right, Matt, do you want to start out? Do you want me to start out? Uh, Yeah, I think it's mine on this one. Okay, go ahead, my man. Uh, And it comes from Matt Simmons. Yeah. Says, hey guys, I recently saw a post on Reddit noting that the uh, Sunday night NFL game between the Vikings and Seahawks drew double the viewers of game six of the NBA finals. One comment pointed out that the NFL has been consistently winning the ratings battle with the 18 to 49 uh, demographic, and many believed this is due to the NBA having too much talent disparity and select teams dominating so much that it becomes uninteresting. Another opined that big stars jump around teams so often that it makes rivalries hard to develop. Mm. Wanted to get your opinion on this. Um, do you think these are legitimate issues that could cause interest in the NBA to continue to decline with younger sports fans? All the best, Matt Simmons. That's a hell of a question, Matt. I really like it, that question. Uh-huh. Um, so my answer is this. Uh, I think people saw it as a foregone conclusion that the Lakers were going to win, which is why I think the ratings weren't that high. It didn't seem to have that feel of a competitive necessarily finals. Uh, if it had been Lakers Celtics, something, some rivalry or something, uh, that, you know, we've seen before, I think that could have worked. Uh, but I think that's why you had it. But also the NFL is always going to appeal to more viewers than the NBA, multi-generational viewers, than the NBA, for whatever reason, it's got that homeland, heart of America thing to it. And so a lot more people are going to watch that situation. And I agree, though, I don't think there are rivalries between teams anymore. There are rivalries between players. And I think that's mm-hmm. the new rivalries that you have now. What do you think about this one, Matt? Um, well, I think the NBA Finals suffered from a couple things. Mm-hmm. One, it was month five of the pandemic so we were all kind of tired true. true if this was month two it would have done incredible numbers month three yeah. or something like that yeah uh two when it came back it came back with so many games a day that i'm sure it tuned a lot of people out because it was just a barrage if you were yeah. all of a sudden there was no nba coverage and suddenly there's in the beginning three four games a day right every day um, yeah, yeah every day almost yeah with no rest, and then it just trails off. Next round, there's still two to three games pretty much right. every day, and it's just right. like it was a shitload of basketball. That's why the NBA basically forced the Players Association to say, we have to start on December 22nd. We have to. Yeah, We don't need to have the finals in that late. Uh, a. B, we start later. We lose even more money. C, it screws up next season. And D, mm-hmm. we don't want to go head to get head against the Olympics. And I think the NFL has always been more popular. Yeah. 
Yeah. But the once a week aspect draws even more interest. Uh, I just did, but the NFL is more popular overall. It's just that nobody can compete with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then if you go with um, like social media footprint, the NBA is the largest here in the States. Right. So what does right. that mean for a younger generation? I don't know yet. I don't think anybody really knows yet. Well, the NBA has always, always been in my, in the world of sports. Like, how can you say this? Like it's been, Always NFL, then NBA, or I guess MLB and NBA battle for a while, but I feel like NBA is above MLB now, uh, yes. and then MLB, then the NHL, and then soccer somewhere there. So it's a, that's basically been the the um, structure, power structure for quite some time, and it would take a lot for the NFL not to be at the top. And this has nothing to do with so. And I hate when people started bringing in all the social justice stuff. Social justice that has nothing to do with it. It's exactly. Look, I'm sure. It- I'm sure it turned tuned some people off. It but did. I don't think to the numbers that they think no. the disparity between the NFL and NBA viewers. Uh, I don't no, think so. Not at all. all. I all agree right. with you. Not not at all. Um I just think the NFL is more popular with see so the counter argument to <clears throat> star players jumping around so much and there's no mm. built in rivalries anymore. On the one hand, yes, but on the other, all the free agency stuff in the offseason does better than any show or article during the regular season. It just does gangbusters numbers. Um, So people care about the movement because your team could always get better. Look, right now, Russell Westbrook apparently wants out of Houston. (laughs) And there are four teams that are legitimately vying, trying to figure out if they want to pull the trigger on. The Clippers were the announced today. Wow. The Charlotte Hornets have expressed interest. The Orlando Magic could no. put together a package. No. Um, or the New York Knicks. Depends on what he wants, really. He could influence. So if he wants mm. to go to Orlando, then basically he gets to take control, complete control of the offense. Right. Put his entire stamp and face on that team. Mm. Uh, they'll more than likely make the East final, or not finals, but playoffs every yeah. year. But it's yeah. just going to be like, okay, see, one and done more than likely. Uh you know, there's there's options, but that's that's the NFL offseason. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the teams jumping around. I just think the overall appeal is greater for the NFL. It just connects. I mean, look at college football is massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the minor leagues for the NFL. Of course, the NFL is going to be the biggest. Right. And, and the thing is also, it's it's a weird thing because it's something that I'm kind of looking at with my channel as well is less more. Do you know what? I've stopped doing daily shows. Now my shows are only weekly. So people can look forward to them per day. They are, you know, I have a sh- one show at least per day, but it's they're all weekly now. I used to have mornings every day, then two days. Now it's once a week, and maybe and maybe that's the thing here too, Matt. Remember, it's like you said earlier, it's games every day or games every couple of days versus one game one day where all the games are on, or three days out of the week where it's Thursday and Monday. But Thursday and Monday is like one game. Whereas Sunday is like all the games. You can watch red yeah. zone. You can't really do that in the NBA. There isn't a red no. zone. I mean, for the NBA, you can't go back and forth between possessions and all the games. Like it's just too much. You watch game time, uh, NBA games, and they'll jump around, but it's not the same thing. And so I think that uh, factors into it. People look forward to it. People have a week to prep or a few days to mm-hmm. prep before they watch their team or watch a game of the week. I think all of that is a factor into this as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And I, yeah. I, think yeah, I mean, that's the, only, too. the only player that stays with the team is a quarterback. That's it. Everybody else yeah. is fungible. Yeah. It's a great point. Uh, 
I mean, every once in a while, there's a wide receiver or whatnot, but if DeAndre Hopkins can't keep a job in Houston because he wants too much money, then you fucking don't know how to run an organization because that dude mm-hmm. is one of the best in the game, hands down. Uh, but yeah. we'll see where the Texans are in three years. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll see if Deshaun is still with him in three years. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, and, and the other thing, I, I would say Russell is too – does he go to the Clippers and they keep Kawhi and Paul George and he basically becomes their point No, guard? it it would be Paul George going back, which I – for Houston, it's like okay, well now you got two dudes that are are all stars, but seem to fade in the uh, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I so wouldn't. how does that make it any different or better? But then there's the Harden to Philly rumors. I don't know if that'll ever actually Oof. happen. But there's Russell no, like, to Russell to the Knicks though, man. That sounds. I kind of like that to be honest with you. Even though they yeah, ain't got much over there, it's still nice. exactly. They do have Leon Rose, yeah. but if they get Russell, which means then they'll probably make a push for Carmelo. They've already floated nope. that they want him back. No. Carmelo I know, but it's like, uh, how, how does that help their you know overall structure? It doesn't, not even a little bit. No, you want to surround uh, Russell with a bunch of young guys that can shoot and play defense. Right, exactly, exactly. Oof, yikes. All right, um, all right. So should we move on to our next one? Yeah. All right. Thanks so much uh, there from uh, Matthew Simmons. Uh, our next one is also for us. We, we'll skip it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll skip it. We'll save that one. All right. Ben Cartwright sends us one. Hi, Ben. Hi, guys. So currently in Liverpool, the Batman with Robert Pattinson is being filmed around the city. And I got a pretty awesome view of some filming of the Batsuit in action on top of a building as I drove home from work. It must be so weird. My question is, who is one of the best actors who never got to play the Batman? New or old? We've been lucky enough to have some good ones, but is there anyone you think could also have been great? Many thanks, Ben. All right, Matt Nost. Uh, any thoughts on who else could have played Batman and never got the chance to play him? Um, well, on what timeline? And by new that, or I old. mean... Yeah, new or old, but then if we take someone who's... So, an older actor, but we go back uh, 30 years yeah, yeah, and be like, what if at I that like time that. this existed for, cause what if, uh, like at some point in the, let's probably mid to late eighties, Connery okay. does an old Batman, like a dark Knight Ben like Affleck dark type Knight thing. Batman. That would be awesome. He's just old enough. He's got the grit. We've seen him do it for a long time. The panache. Can he do an American accent without the Scottish bleeding through? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Oh man! But uh, that would be cool. Yeah, I, um, I think we're past the point where Jake Gyllenhaal can play him. I think Jake would have been an interesting choice for Batman. Yeah, I'll throw Daniel Day Lewis in that mix. I mean, Daniel's not a guy who's done any kind of action sequences or anything like that. But I, I think he could play Bruce Wayne with that kind of like undercurrent of anger and pain and sadness running through all Mm -hmm. his interactions and being a billionaire, but seeing the um, fallacy of being someone of import just because you have money uh, and also taking out his revenge or his anger at, uh, at the criminals at night. I think he'd be an awesome Batman for sure. Yeah. Uh, It would be interesting to watch him do the action. Yeah. Right. Cause he's not really known for that. Um, what about a now Dark Knight Idris Elba? Oh man, Idris Elba would be perfect to start as Bruce. Wayne. Yeah, he just got that thick body, but then he yeah. carries himself in such a way where you would buy the. He's also a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of I tough see. to find that little balance in, in the older guy, Josh Brolin. Yeah. Brolin would have been great. I love. Mm-hmm. I would have loved. Maybe there's a there's a future where Brolin plays that 
older Batman. You were talking about yeah. Dark Knight Returns Batman. That could be something. Um, damn, who were the other people they were considering at the time? Not really. Uh, I don't think Harrison Ford. I don't think Tom Cruise. I bet you somebody that got a superhero role was probably up for maybe read for a different one. You know, because Chris Evans played mm. two different ones. Right, 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 right. So once you kind of have a look, like I wouldn't be surprised if Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. Maybe audition oh. for something else. Cavill would be an interesting Batman as well. Sure. Yeah. The way he's built, the size. He uh, looks like a playboy. He does. He does. And he just, mm. but he also has a likability. Yeah. 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 Um, it's wow. if he, if he also has a good sense of humor, it's like, man, fuck off. <laughs> It's just not like, fair. Like Hemsworth. Yeah, you cock. Yeah, Hemsworth. yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, man, really? Really? Are you fucking well read as well? Oh. <laughs> bitch. I used to have a, uh, I've had a few friends like that over the years where they just. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Matt got a little slow down there. Um, maybe Oscar Isaac. Maybe. I don't know if Oscar Isaac is necessarily the choice there. Just, uh, just ridiculous. I don't know why that keeps happening. Yeah, it's weird. It's the waves or whatever. Um, is there anyone like Tony Curtis? I don't know. From back, Cary Grant? Would Cary Grant have been a good Batman? I don't know. Kirk Douglas? Douglas. Ooh. That chin, though. It's going to be real prominent under the cowl. Yeah. So maybe what about Burt Lancaster as Batman and Kirk Douglas is like the fucking Joker? That would be an interesting mm -hmm. situation. I got to catch the uh, Joker. <laughs> trying to think of what other older actor because i can't imagine clint he already no, wears the cow no. yeah Clint's no so game. just like oh hey i've got two on <laughs> you can't see me twice because i'm a man with no name who said gotham by the man with the mask or without the mask i can't tell anymore uh yeah that would have been interesting what about kurt russell do you think kurt russell could have been batman nah too playful maybe because so, we've seen him now at, at that time like i'm thinking younger when he would have been offered like keaton era yeah, yeah 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 he was still like i don't know in those types of movies he's more tango and cash to me hmm. even though we'd seen him do the thing long before this and done other you know action serious movies but yeah i don't, I don't know there's a tango anyway, i don't know if there's anyone in the 70s because i don't think pacino or de niro or hackman or duvall Hackman, maybe, but no. Yeah. Ten year old, maybe, but probably not. Mm. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's it on my, on my end. I think so. Um, okay. Thanks so much to Ben Cartwright for that question. Uh, what do we got next, Matt? Uh the next is from Nancy Mallory, and she oh. says, Hi, hi, John and Matt. It is reported that Universal wants to end the Fast and Furious franchise, or parenthetically, the Fast Saga, saga, with two more films that will be directed by Justin Lin. I believe that it should have ended with seven after Paul Walker's death, but because it made lots of money at the box office, the studio continued to make those films. What? Did the studio uh, should be make the right decision to end the franchise despite being a cash grab? In your opinion, how will the series end? Maybe Gal Gadot's character, Giselle, is alive since we technically didn't see her die in Fast 6. Spoilers. During the plane <laughs> sequence. Maybe she becomes the villain alongside Charlize Theron. 
I could see Eva Mendez returning to team up with Hobbs and Mr. Nobody. Who knows? Anything is possible with this franchise. Nancy Mallory, I will defer to you. <laughs> um. So, yes, I agree with you. They should have ended after Fury 7. That was the smarter uh, move. I don't care who they put alongside Vin Diesel. It won't be the same as Paul Walker. It just won't. It doesn't work. And, of course... The Paul Walker and the Rock thing—they like don't get along. They tried. They could have. It could have easily Vin? made it. Huh? You mean Vin and the Rock? Yeah, Vin. I'm sorry, Vin and the Rock. I'm sorry. Yeah, they could have easily slid the Rock into Vin's slot after the sad passing of Paul Walker, and it could have been this buddy. You know, literally one cop, one uh, criminal, and then coming together for various missions. That would have been really interesting. But they clearly, it's very clear they don't get along as they spun off Hobbs and Shaw to do their own thing. Um, you could bring back Gal Gadot, but I, I don't know if she'd want to come back, to be honest with you. She's doing her Wonder Woman stuff. She's doing other things. Who yeah. knows? You'd have to really beef up her role to play it. Um, and I think there was a trailer for something new for her. And I was just like, Ey. so, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't always think she's the best actress. I think she did a good job with Wonder Woman and we'll see what happens with the second one. But like, I don't think her doing one good movie makes means she's, you know, ready to do a multi, a lot of good. Movies. We'll see. We'll see. A lot of people step up to the plate once they get the opportunities. Could be interesting. Her and Charlize. That would be an interesting combo for sure. Okay. Um, Eva Mendes returning. It's been a while. It seems from all the reports that she's quite happy being a mom and doing her thing. And um, I don't see how much she'd want to get involved with this. So for me, first of all, I don't believe they're killing it, the franchise. Uh, I think they're just doing this for attention to make even more money. And then there's going to be a clamor for more mm-hmm. films and they're going to want to come back and, and do more stuff after they take a little bit of a break. But everyone's getting long in the tooth, Matt. You know, people are, you know, we're in the tent. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah, know what I'm saying? So. Oh, this is universal Star Wars. So they're trying to Great fucking point. ride this dog until it dies because yeah. you ride dogs. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, I don't believe in sure. any because they have the Hobbs and Shaw. So. It's the same fucking thing, and they'll just right. spin it off. Maybe Vin gets his own, you know, standalone for a while. Right? Who, who the fuck knows? But this isn't right. dying. It's just this cast might be ending after this, you know, iteration of nine. Right, 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 right. Nine fucking movies from a paper thin <laughs> premise. Nine. That's reserved for horror movies. <laughs> okay. It just where, where's the depth and complexity? Okay, now I am not the best. I've seen one. I, I've seen like a couple clips of two and I've seen yeah. whatever the one is in Brazil. Those are the ones I've seen. Okay. What, what was that? Five or six? Five is the Brazil one, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So I saw the progression and then saw the trailers where they're on glaciers d- directing missiles and shit with their hands. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hobbs and Shaw yeah. lassoing a fucking helicopter and you're like, this is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, I don't. I don't see them stopping after nine. There's just no way. Yeah, there's just no way they'll keep going. And Jessalyn coming back maybe revitalize the franchise. But th- it's time for. I, I guarantee you, it's time for a new, um, a new crop of people for Fast and Furious. Man, you can't just keep going with these same people. They're all getting too old to be doing these action sequences. Look, when Vin was riding a skateboard in that third Triple X movie, I was like, "Come on now, come on now." So um, I, I just think that for, in terms of action and all that kind of stuff, I think they're all getting a little bit. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I know the Expendables, you got Stallone, but that's more nostalgia. 
you don't actually believe these guys are doing these. It's nostalgia. Yeah. So when, you, when you roll into something like this, you need to feel like it's fast and vibrant. Like you said, fast well, and furious, vibrant, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Given how huge it's gotten. Yeah. It's like persons three, four, five, six, seven in this movie. All like this is the ceiling of what they did on some level. For some reason, I don't knock Vin for that. I guess maybe because he's had a few things outside of. Yeah. But Tyrese was in transformers and then got axed and now this right. is all he's got i don't know what else he i know he did that one cop movie that came out last year oh yeah black and blue i think it was called. black and blue um yeah. yeah we interviewed the director that's right yeah, yeah yeah so that's why i remember it but it's yeah had i had we not been meeting that guy i don't know that i would have ever seen the trailer yeah you know for it type of thing nothing right. against them or the project it's just i don't know i don't see tyrese movies yeah and the ludicrous and uh Whoever the other people, I don't even know who the other people are in the, the cast. Yeah, Ludacris. Uh, yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. That was all pretty. Yeah, uh, Natalie Emmanuel um, from Game don't of Thrones. Uh, okay. Yeah, and a couple other people. But yeah, that's pretty much the cast. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster. Um, okay. So the, you know, and Michelle is 42. Vin is 53. The Rock is 48. Cena is coming in in this next installment next year in Fast 9. He's forty three, so you know what I'm saying. You're getting, you're getting and uh, I don't think Charlize is uh, around in her forties as well. So yeah. I mean, they can do it for a couple more movies, but at some point, you're gonna have to reboot this thing. Or and maybe that's yeah. what they mean, Universal, with their little wink, wink, like we're gonna. This is gonna be end of this run, and then they're gonna bring it back with a new class or new age or new whatever. Uh, it'll be a bunch of whole new people yeah. doing it, and maybe Vince furiously like, fast. Yeah, seriously, like a whole new, it's oh a my whole God. new same fucking thing. Oh my god, it's so fast! <laughs> it's furiously fast, and then the yeah. fucking it just spins off. Still though, bringing in Cena, he may be forty three, but that's new blood. Which it is they you're right, totally desperately need. So he doesn't feel old and tired in this. Whereas yeah. the rest of that cast, it's like I don't know who you are. So why am I drawn in as a casual viewer just because you've made seven? Like I don't yeah. give a fuck about that, right? Right, Put right. people in it that I'd like to see make it interesting. I mean, I saw Hobbs and Shaw. Was it good? No. <laughs> but it was entertaining. Yeah, it, it, I had a good time. It, yeah, it knew what it was. Right. It knew what it was. Yeah, it's I'll never see it again, but it wasn't the worst movie experience I had last year. So There you go. That's a good it's, one. It's not bad. It speaks volumes, man. Well, another uh, Nathan was right around that with uh, The Meg. Oh, yeah, so, The Meg. Oh, The Meg was fucking horrible, man. Woof. Um, I think the next step also is bringing in a female director, bringing in a female action director, give it some new life, some new blood, some new perspective. That's sure. a possibility too, Matt and Nancy. So uh, I, I like to see that. Maybe they do that. Maybe they do bring Gal and maybe they bring uh, Patty Jenkins over to direct it. That could be a lot of fun. We shall see. Um, all right. Where are we at right now? We're at 22 minutes. You want to do one more? I'm completely frozen. Can you see me? Uh, yes, I can see you. Okay. I, yeah, that you, my you, screen was frozen for like the past 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. You're moving fine on my end. Okay. Man, what is up with my... Maybe I'll what? restart my computer after this show. What's up with that? What's up with that? And let's... Uh, this next one, Michael D has a bunch of questions. So let's skip that one and put a pin in it. So And, and then and Ben already asked... Let's do the Matt Jansen one. Are you cool with that? Uh, Sure. Okay. Um, am I reading this one? I forget all of a sudden because I'm old. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Nancy, for sending that that uh, question. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Nancy. Matt Jansen says, hey, Matt, John, how's it going? I just started a new desk job and your podcast has made my work days go by super fast. So thanks for that. My question is, if they were ever to remake Jaws, who would you cast as Quint, Brody, and Hooper? My picks would be Brian Cranston as Quint, Michael B. Jordan as Brody, and Shorshi Ronan as Hooper. Interesting. Thanks for taking the time to read this and keep up the great work. Yeah, what do you say there, Matt? Do you like um, that selection? I don't I don't know. The weird thing is I don't think uh, you need to remake Jaws. I think you could put out the – it wouldn't have the same hype because they have no connection to those actors. I just don't know who would sign up to remake Jaws because it's still pitch perfect. Right. Okay. But Cranston as Quint is great. Like, that's a great cast. Yeah, I agree. Just flat out. Michael B. Jordan and then Swarcy Ronan. Great cast. Right. Uh, it'd be tough to top that, like, off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's an eclectic group. They're all good at what they do. Now, if you got uh, Spielberg to do it, Ooh. maybe. Come back to do it again. Yeah, to close his career with a new, to reintroduce, just like he's doing with West Side Story. Yeah. Introduce that to a new generation type of thing. Uh, hmm. I like I like Tom Hardy as Quint. Mm. Okay. I like that too. Brody. I don't think Michael B. Jordan is Brody. I don't see that. Oh, I don't mind that. You need Someone with that quiet kind of strength, if needed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And Jordan can do that. He can also do the the full on action as well. But yeah. Um. Okay. I love the Sorcy Ronan as Hooper. I love that. Get a female scientist on there, female, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it was, marine biologist in there to question all that kind of stuff. Hmm. I mean, you could even play with something. Really interesting. Not that you'd ever explore it, maybe, but I think it would be interesting is because uh, in the original book, Hooper has the affair with Brody's wife, or they mess yeah. around at least. So wouldn't that be interesting if Sorcy Ronan has a, like the affair with Brody's wife? That could be an interesting element to add to this mix. It's a whole different movie at that point, but it could be something, of, uh, I don't know, it could be interesting to explore and put that on screen. Yeah. Uh, in a representative way. Um, yeah, I guess, well, I, yeah. Uh, a role reversal on uh, Brody, so do uh, like Charlize Theron there. Oh yeah! Oh, keep Hooper as a guy. That's great. That's great. Uh, Charlize's Brody would be great. Yeah, because I buy her squaring off against Tom Hardy and Brian yeah. Cranston for that matter. Yeah, Cranston probably be a good fit for her though. Yeah. Yeah. Just because yeah, we just saw, I mean, we had Hardy and Mad Max Fury Road, so will people be thinking of that when they see this movie type of thing? Yeah. You know, they'll probably cast Anne Hathaway as Hooper or something. They'll probably do that. Huh. I mean, it's a good Anne Hathaway role. Mm, right? Could work. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I like the idea of Charlize as Brody. That could be a lot of fun. You could tell, you know, because she could take – She's the kind of person who could run a town and also have to like mm-hmm. deal with the town. You could see the mom going up and slapping her after her child dies um, and her making uh, the mayor sign that paper. You know, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I could what about um, for Quint? Now, you'd have to change the USS Indianapolis a little bit to something different, but Viola oh, yeah. Davis. Oh, interesting. 
Hmm. So she's been out on the water somewhere else and she maybe it was a different they were some other and they were out on patrol. She was captain of a small boat type of thing or worked I on like a boat it. and it went down. It just can't be the Indianapolis because it wouldn't be right. Right. It just kills the the fucking, you know, uh, reality. OK, I like that idea. But I can see her giving that speech with the tear welling up, just yeah. like Clint does when he's mad with the passion. She could easily pull that shit off. And you buy it. You're like, fuck, man, what did she go through? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it could be a Vietnam story, right? If she, if we put her at, oh, well, I guess not, I guess, because she's, well, maybe. I don't know. It could be. You Just know, depends on when, yeah, you set the timeline. Yeah. Is it, you know, so it's in the 80s? Yeah. Type of 10 years after and she was there? Uh, right. Yeah, I'm not well, sure. Because, I mean, it's 30 years after the Indianapolis so it could be the 2000s if we did a Vietnam thing, because I mean, uh, right? Because I mean, like this is supposedly set in the 70s, and the war is over in 1945. So this is 30 years later that Quint is talking yeah. about the Indianapolis. So it could be something you could play with Vietnam in that way. Like You're right. A PB boat or whatever. So uh, could be fascinating. Anyway, yeah. All right. It's I like it's that. interesting. You could. Yeah. It's a good question, Matt. Thank you so much, Matt Jensen, for that one. Um, all right, Matt, should we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, let's call it a day there. Another successful edition of Topic Thunder. Thanks to everybody that sent it in. It supports us over at top uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. We thoroughly appreciate it. Um, and you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. Yep, you can follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And hey, if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, uh, you can also watch us do these shows on the YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash the top 10 podcast. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay, go there and find us and find all our stuff there. And if you're watching us on YouTube, go to our top 10 podcast feed. Wherever you download podcasts, uh, just look the, for the top 10, type in our names, and it should come up. So there you go. All right, thanks, everybody. And thanks, everybody, for being a patron of the top 10. If you want to do that, right above Matt's, uh, right above my head, rather, patreon.com slash the top 10. Go and join and see uh, a $5 above tier. Uh, you can send in questions. And for those of you who are uh, patrons, we're almost to the end of our topic. So please start sending in a bunch of new topics for us to talk about so we can have uh, more topic thunders coming your way and answer more of your questions questions all right that's it from both of us y'all take care of yourselves we'll talk to you next time on another brand new episode of topic thunder, thunder.